Hello, world. Welcome back to Golf Subpar. Colt Nose, Drew Stoltz, coming to you from the first ever, the Larry. My man, how we doing, Sleaze? It's been a day, bud. It's been a great day. Good to have you. Touched me one time getting in from Pebble. I know you had a little stress on that deal, but man, sun up to sundown. This thing was, uh, we're going to put a lot of stuff out on social. It's about as good as you could have hoped for. Everybody showed up. Everybody participated. We damn near lost Billy Horschel to a lake. That's, uh, <laughs> I think that video is going around. I don't know. It just happened, but... Football on the lake, Billy put his life on, on the line for that deal. That was probably a highlight of the day, but a lot of good shit, man. Man, he's a team player. Got to thank Billy. All the pros, all the celebs for coming out. Um, I got to thank one of our guests, Jordan Spieth, who got me here. Or otherwise, I'd still be probably connecting through Denver or something to try to get here. Gave me a ride. I got here in time to see the last five or six holes. Y'all did an incredible job. Got to give a huge thanks to you. Italia Foods for putting on a great show. Y'all carried the you. load. Considering we had to go to a Monday finish. Oh, dude, that I saw that it was happening. That one oh. hole at Monterey, I was like, well, here we go. Now we're gonna get, you know, we got a few guys playing in this thing. Cole ain't gonna be able to make it. I was like, and we're off. We well, had a good time in it. Yeah, it is good to have Air Jordan. It is. You know it's, I mean? It is not Air Jordan bad. is nice. I froze my ass off out there at Pebble. Justin Rose is your champion, which that's cool and all. We got a lot to get to, yeah, but yeah, I gotta tell you, congratulations to Justin Rose. But we got the Larry's happening. I marked off maybe a possibly a bucket list, lifetime list item this past week. Ooh, talk to me, Goose. I was fortunate enough to have dinner with Clint Eastwood. No shit. How about that? I didn't that? know that. Where are yeah. you a heads up on that? My man Jim Nance puts on an incredible dinner every year, Saturday night, and our special guest this year was Clint Eastwood, That's along with Eric Church, Ray Romano, and all the CBS golf team. But the fact that I, I never thought I'd meet that man in my life. Clint Eastwood, 92 years old, seen all his movies. Just an absolute legend. I mean, that's that's a real movie star right there. To sit there for two, three hours with him, unbelievable. The mayor of Monterey, he's been in classics for forever. I mean, he's a, he's a staple at that thing. You get to shake that hand. That's one of the ones you remember. You, you know, there's a lot of cool dudes up there, by the way, with the, you know, the pro-am portion going on, all that stuff. You, you, you mingle with a lot of guys, but Clint's on a different, a different he's in a different stratosphere. They're, not, they're all aspiring to be Clint. That's a hell of a time, but good to have you back. Larry went off uh, with no glitches, had a great time. Huge shout-out to Ricky and Jordan for coming up. Ricky had to come up straight from the practice round, got here late for the panel. The crowd came out, and now now we really start drinking. Yep. This is the week, bud. Here we go. The WM Phoenix Open is getting ready to get going, but right now we're going to share with you our interview with Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler live from the Larry. All right, it's our pleasure to welcome our first-ever fireside chat guest to the Larry Three-time major champion, coming off a T63 at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, Jordan Spieth, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Jordan, you. Jordan, welcome to the Larry, bud. It's a pleasure to have you. As you look around, around here and see all these faces, do you ever think, like, man, if I just was a little shittier at golf and a little worse worth at work ethic, I could be playing in the Larry today? Yeah, I, I I just think I'd be Wyndham right there. I'd just be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I will I will have gone from a uh, uh, the Larry to go work out for an hour and then come back. Priorities. I mean, there's nobody here that would think about exercising right now. You're right. Speak right? for yourself. Not even sweating. <laughs> what a workout. <laughs> but seriously, it's it's obviously awesome to have you here. You're so great with your time. We know you're a busy man. We're here this week at the WM Phoenix Open. I know a tournament that you love, enjoy. Tell us what it's like for you, because a lot of people know it, like it's going to be a shit show from start to finish here this week in Phoenix. 
This week it's a designated event. We got 23 of the top 24 in the world. The only one missing is your brother, Steven Spieth, who, for those of you who don't know, is normally the MVP of the Phoenix Open. Yeah, I think he's up there. I think, and Brennan Morrow in the back can attest to this, I think they're heading to Cabo next weekend. And so I think that, um, and by the way, if you want to be anyone when you grow up, you want to be Brennan Morrow. I don't think Brendan Morrow can attest to anything right now. <laughs> In his state, well, anyway, I, my brother, they're having a baby soon, and I think that he couldn't swing the Phoenix Open parlayed into El Dorado. He will be missed. There's no he doubt about missed. it. But, but for you, I mean, one of the best players in the world, a three-time major champion. Obviously, 16 gets all the notoriety. You walk through the tunnel on 16. What's it like for you? Uh, it's like you're going into an arena. I mean, obviously, and it's, um, it's pretty exciting. Like, to be honest, it's, it's a pretty easy shot that becomes more challenging because we never have a shot like it. And the idea in golf that you would get booed for something is something, if it happened every week, it'd just be whatever you'd walk through there. But I mean, you want to hit a shot and make a birdie and get the crowd going. And I mean, it's the cliche that you hear everyone say, but like, you know, typically I've got to take a piss before I go out there. They put a bathroom right in that tunnel really conveniently if you walk off 15 because if you wait you know you're just it's rushing and and it's kind of nice to get out there you feel a little more relaxed and we're going to put a cup in there this year and that's going to be one of our silent auction items next year <laughs> jordan's piss start the bidding at <laughs> one 10 million grand. 10 grand yeah. porter will buy it <laughs> he'll buy it and drink it yeah, exactly. You drink it at the win. On 16, stay on 16. Because <laughs> that's the, that's the hole that gets all the attention. All right, you know going in, if I had a great one, the crowd's going to love me. If I had a shitty one, I'm going to get wrecked. Does that ever, do you ever take on a pin that, let's say, it was a normal hole? You'd be like, I'm going to aim a little bit safe here and play it safe and have a putt. Does it ever change your shot selection, knowing that, like, I want to try to get some love here. Well, I think the the right the right pin is one you'd be aggressive to cuz even if you miss it right, you know, it's you could still putt it from there. It's the left ones you got to worry about cuz if you go left to the left ones, you know, it's just a really hard it's actually a hard up and down. Um so you, you know, I, I honestly get on that tee and I sit there and say, you know, if I have a good number attack cuz you have a wedge or a 99 in your hand and if you don't then, you know, play to 15 18 feet and try the hooping a longer putt is almost more exciting than if you were to hit it to like two feet and then knock it in, you know, like the shots kind of now, if you're Sam Ryder and you make say, it, yeah, you got to do it. If Sammy you're Sam does. Ryder and you make it, you know, that blows everything out. Of the, but like, Oh, oh look oh, who made come it. on in. Hello friends. The bell of the ball. There's a better, the 16, wow. 16 there is a better, it's better to bring Ricky in. He's had Ricky. We're talking about pros. You most want to punch in the face. Who would you say? <laughs> is it? And why is it Wyndham? He's in better shape than me. Well, we got to get Jack, Rick Mike. There we go. We good? There he is. He's hot. He's hot. Well, he's better looking than me, so I, I kind of don't like him for oh, that. Um, we can take a poll of the women around here and I'm, see if that's true. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to go with JT. Mm. Punch in the face? Perfect. Yeah. God, that'd be good, wouldn't it? You two in the octagon? That's actually the right weight class, too. We are pretty similar. He's got he's a, he's a, he's a little taller, but Let's yeah. Let's ask Jordan. Jordan, Rick, and JT in the octagon. Ricky sneaky. You gotta watch out he's for got Rick. that heart, that I, grit. I, I, no, think we, I think if we go really to the ground, athletic. I think yeah. if we go to the ground, ground and it. pound all yeah. day. Yeah. But on another note, for those in the back, Ricky Fowler's here. <laughs> These are the hard-hitting questions you just don't get asked. That's you true. I mean? You just came from TPC, played nine holes. How's the course looking out there? Pretty much the same as usual. Um, Drunk. 
<laughs> it was actually pretty loud for a Monday. They were, they were all hanging over at 16, but of course as good as, as normal. I knew Fuge disappeared for a little bit. I didn't I didn't see him. Oh, okay. I was on the front Whoa. line, so who knows where Fuge was. We'll rebound on that. Uh, six, we're talking about 16. I just asked Jordan. You go in there, you know you're going to get love if you hit a good one. You're going to get destroyed if you hit a bad one. Do you ever just take on a shot that you wouldn't normally if it wasn't that hole and be like, I want to try to get everybody going? Or do you just play it stock? You kind of, if you have a good number, you can you can be a little aggressive, but it's it's a little dicey because you can make four and five pretty quickly if you get left over there. Um, Jesus, they're just copying off each other's homework. <laughs> but you're a guy that goes in there. The you normally try to rev the crowd up a little bit. Because it becomes, at that point, you can adjust to that level of noise and it's constant. And then versus if you don't get everyone loud, you can hear all the chatter and drinks being made and drunk people. And, and then you just get jealous. Yeah. You kind of, <laughs> yeah. you, you hear a drink being made and you kind of want one. Yeah, like, so at least if it's that? loud, you can kind of take that in recalibrate and that's your normal i'd say the only pin there that i go at like really go at is that front right pin jesus <laughs> is there, same, an, is there the an echo in here <laughs> good lord maybe this is why they're right. really oh. good at this game i guess yeah they apparently know what they're talking about let me ask you this because 16 stay on it for a minute if you do something cool you gotta have something planned we've seen harry higgs big go girls gone wild out there right sam hooped it last year went ape shit the whole place went ape shit um james Hahn did the gangnam style dance do you have like a Maybe this is just me. Do you have a pre-canned celebration? Like, if I do something sick on this hole, this is what I'm going to do. I don't. I, I really – I wish I did. I, I'll think of something now. I'll, I'll actually – Yeah, you got to have consult, something I'll consult with you because obviously this is something that, I got a few that ideas, you think about a lot. I got a few ideas. Yeah, I, I can't dance, so throws a lot of those celebrations out the window. Right. There's – a little nudity right, goes well, a long way at that on that hole. All right, well, maybe let's Just get to a, a more comfortable yeah, question I mean. before we open it up for some Q and A. Obviously, <laughs> Phoenix opens this week. We got the Super Bowl in town as well. I know you're a big Cowboy fan. At least you used to be, Jordan. You might be jumping the bandwagon like I am as well. Uh, Eagles, Chiefs. Who are we going with? Well, as a former slash current Cowboys fan, I'm going to choose the Chiefs because I hate the Eagles and. Um, I just, I think it's, I think that she, I just think that if Mahomes gets out of the pocket and does Mahomes stuff, then I think they win. And if they keep him in the pocket, I, you know, then we'll see. Jordan's a real football guy. He's going to take over Kellen Moore's job here in a second. He's it's available. Or Tony Romo's. Oh, my God. Hey, you. All right, let's move on over to Ricky Fowler. What about Who are going with Eagles, Chiefs? Uh, I'm a big Mahomes fan, so I like the Chiefs. All right, so bet everything you got on the Eagles. Especially Popular. you, Kevin. All right, should we open who up? Sir? I got a, I wait, got a hold question. On, hold on. Who do you have? Oh, who being, do, being this, the book. This isn't how this works, being Jordan. Being the book, who do you have? Unfortunately, I think the Eagles are going to win, and that's going to break my heart because I hate them. I absolutely hate the Eagles. Being a Cowboy fan like you, Philly fans are the worst. Sorry if any of you are out here. Especially you. Right here. Example, there we go. The Case obnoxious go. guy in the crowd. Case Eagles in fan. point, the loudest dude here. Eagles fan. I hate it, but uh, they're really good. Well, they are good. I go Chiefs. Been Chiefs from day one. They get clicking. That offense gets going. In a dome, favors the Chiefs. That's the, that's the, that's the pro pick. So we got the, three Chiefs, the pro in pick. In 2015, you know, it was here. And it was I, – I don't – you know, Ricky's been a part of the, the finish in this tournament a number of times. I've only been a part a couple of times. 
that was the wildest I've ever seen it here. And this year you have that and a couple other things going on. You got like a the Larry horse show, the Larry, yeah, the Larry. these concerts. So I mean, it's it's going to be a pretty pretty incredible turnout. And then, like you mentioned, the field that's here, you know, twenty three of the top twenty four. It's going to be a pretty incredible tournament this year. I mean, I don't know if it'll get topped for another five plus years after this. You know, I don't think people know this. Just to show you how strong the field is, this is normally a hundred and thirty two man field. It's so strong, they got to make sure that all the exempt players are in. They're at 136 this year. So we're playing over because that's how many people plan on playing between, you know, career money, medical exemptions, and all that. Uh, they have to play more than enough. And everything's cheap. <laughs> no tells. It's a good week to live in an RV, dog. You know what I mean? Where is that thing parked, by the way, and what's the code? I think it's like outside of Fresno right now as uh, it works okay, its way it here. There it is. Uh, before we open it up, I'll ask you one question because everybody here, big golf fans, Coming soon, the Netflix series, Full Swing, is about to be released. You guys are both in it. You're going to be featured heavily. What was it like having cameras around you all the time? Give us a little look. Like, was it just on course? Were they following you to dinner? What was that like for you guys to be documented for the first time? Uh, I didn't have them go to dinner or into my home or anything like that. But they were there. They were there when you didn't want them there. They were there when you wanted them there. Um, you certainly get, get quite a bit of insight. Um, you know, one of... In the first episode, they did a lot of uh, myself and JT going up to play a practice round at Southern Hills, which worked out because Justin ended up winning. So you see kind of the precursor to that whole situation and kind of what that's like when we go do something like that. So they were, that was pretty, you know, that was, that was a lot of access. And then I was everyone's shocked a little Southwest, different. like all those cameras on the flight. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it was nice to Southwest. fly free. I guess that's why it became <laughs> easier. <laughs> Rick, how'd you like it? Are you a guy that's featured in that thing? I know last year, this was one of the first ones they were filming at. You were with Kygo doing all, I mean, not just on course, but off the course stuff. How'd you like it? It was good. Uh, myself and uh, our production company have been a part of it, kind of from really the start, and then then Vox and the tour took it from there. And, you know, being able to get it with, with Netflix, with, you know, what they've done with Drive to Survive and everything, it's kind of worked out to be like a, a perfect scenario for the, you know, the series. Um, you know, JT and Jordan are highlighted in the first episode. And for me, it was cool to see, you know, a bit more JT and Jordan, how I'm, how I see them when we're hanging out, messing around, playing practice rounds, what people don't normally get to see. Um, so I don't think it's going to have the effect that Drive to Survive has had for F1, as far as the growth and viewership and the fans in the U.S., but if we can tap into a percentage of that, it only helps us. Um, and I think just getting to, like Jordan said, you're going to see a lot more situations that you, you don't see. Everyone's used to seeing guys Thursday to Sunday on TV, how they talk to media, and this is a little bit more of who the guys really are. Let, let me ask you this. As y'all were obviously in it, will you watch it? I was just thinking about that earlier today. I, I don't think I'll watch the series. I mean, I saw the first episode because I wanted to see it. and I But the, I don't know, the ne next episode is like Brooks and Jenna at their house. I'm like, I don't really want to watch that. You're not that. into that? You're not into know, that? What like... episode is that again? <laughs> I mean, is it, for the fans, dude. The fans want to know. It's episode two. So like, like, what is it? Like, is I'm just saying, shower, I, you know, like, scenes? I know the other guys. No, I... It's hypothetical. It's sorry, think. Brooks. Sorry. Um... All right, so it's Jordan's also, but, so, but it's a really just in, it's a really interesting situation because you have at least three or four guys highlighted 
that went to live that when they started going were anti-live. And so it's just, it's going to be a, that part, I kind of want to see what happened there. So I don't, yeah. So maybe I will watch a little bit. Yeah. I think we got, we obviously know and understand a lot of the stuff that went on last year, but I think hearing like people's thoughts and opinions more like from themselves and, and talking to camera about situations going on and, you know, what was maybe going on in their day-to-day life. And um, that'll be interesting just to see, like, like I said, we know how the tour and live everything played out and how it's going, but like what was going on, you know, day-to-day and just normal life. Yeah, they picked a hell of a year to have it all happen. Best year in terms of like drama. The tour is pretty drama-free. This that's past year, you got some. Do you guys have like full editing? Like let's say they come follow you or follow you in your house and they're like, hey, can you see that before and be like, don't put that in there. I shouldn't have said that or whatever. Or do they just say, once it's said, like we own it, we can put whatever out we want. For the most part, you can allow them in as much as you want or not. So like Jordan said, you know, not really wanting to keep some, you know, family stuff or, or the home private and, and different things like that. They'll come film whatever you let them film. Um, but as far as being a part of editing and stuff like that, no, that's that's nothing guys are, are in on. I'm sure if there was something that was very controversial, um, they may not show it or it might be something that come up as a question and you may be able to say yes or no. Um, but with a lot of these series that they're doing, um, that was one of the reasons like I couldn't be involved as uh, what would an executive producer or be tied to it because I was in it and I wouldn't be able to see any content and, and be able to say yes or no or anything like that. So they kept the players out of anything, you know, other than being able to, you know, see it a couple of weeks before it came out. I would say they, they did do a really good job of being respectful when you asked them to do like, it was, it wasn't like they were like, no, we're, we're here. You know, they were given access that other people have never been accessed, especially by the majors. You know, they were able to go into locker rooms at major championships and stuff like that. So they were, they did a great job of making us feel comfortable enough to be able to say, Hey, you know, not right now. Or like, you know, yeah, whatever it may have been while still capturing, you know, if you didn't say anything, then they were going to shoot it. So well, it, it's, it's going to be exciting. Comes out February 15th, I believe for everyone to see. Um, so go check that out. But right now I think, you know, we're here for y'all. So let's open it up for some, some questions out there from the audience. You son in the blue shirt. Little man in the front. We're going to have a microphone got, going around. Claire, your, Wyndham, you look like a guy that's trying to be a golfer. How do you shoot so low all the time? Can anybody here <laughs> outdrive Wyndham? All right. Anybody got a question? We got Claire with a microphone here. we go. Here. Yeah, she's walking around. Raise your hand. Here we go. All right, right here. You first. It should be on. Check. Yeah. Yes. Jordan Ricky, what's the best shot you've ever hit? Where and when? Mm. Probably not last week. <laughs> I, don't you know, I hit this five iron from 110 yards and it was sleeting sideways into me. No, um, go ahead, Rick. You were answering. I have an answer. Um, Actually, go ahead. I hit a I hit a six iron at the Open Championship at Royal Birkdale on the 14th hole. Um, I had lost the lead and I hit a six iron and kind of lipped it, almost made it, lipped it out, and it kind of got me, got me going. But it was. The prettiest six iron I've ever hit. It didn't leave the, just a straight ball at the stick and almost went in, and it kind of helped rearrange that open championship for me and close it out. Um, pro- one of the drives I hit on 18 at, at the players when I won. That was nice. 
You only not 17. That's just a wedge. Well, hit driver in regulation, then driver oh, in the playoff. Right. Yeah. You started 18, those like 17. Over the, you just hit like straight Like balls. right down the bulkhead. Yeah. Right down the that kitty. That scary. All right. Good question. That. Who we got good next? We got good shots, back by here. Uh, this one has to do with, I thought Max Holm was going to be here because it was in the email from Sleaze, but that's so okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah, to so dis- sorry. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> uh, I get it. He just won. Yeah. He's really good. He, uh, it's very bailed. And actually, you're done. Yeah, so no, no. Just kidding. It actually applies to Jordan and Max. Uh, Jordan, are you offended at all that uh, Golf.com is starting to say that Max is changing the game by giving his play-by-play on the hole with the earbud in at the Amex when... For 13 years, we've literally heard play-by-play every shot you've taken. No, I think actually Colt's changing the game on First the play-by-play. First off, we're trying to get him to do this with CBS, so don't <laughs> discourage him. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Someone asked me that the other day, actually. Um, I, I hadn't seen or heard it. Um, but that's if someone's willing to do that, that's awesome. It's great content. No, it's great. I was just you're one of and my favorite like literally my you. favorite golfers. No, it's okay. You don't have yeah, to you don't yeah, have to go late. back. Yeah, no, you wanted no, no. Max. I just wanted to rip it. Okay. That's all right. Someone called Max. I'm a, I'm a big Max fan too. Don't worry. Oh. I signed you up at Byron Nelson for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, this is the Larry. Uh, so I know it's you know, the golf swing is your guys' job. So you're struggling with your swing. How do you kind of not take that home to your family and kind of just let it leave it at the door when you when you go inside? when you're struggling I mean I don't struggle anymore so this is up to y'all <laughs> that's right I haven't missed a cut in three years Jordan I, I didn't miss a cut last week um, who that? did no who I know I'm just saying I barely made it I made it on the number thank God I wouldn't be here I'd still uh, be it to, to be honest it's a good question like um, I did bring it home like for a little while and then you know, you just have to, it's not, you know, it's not healthy. So you've got to learn to set. And honestly, I didn't know how to separate golf and home life when things were going great, but you, you know, it's fine. Cause you don't really have to. Um, but when it's going to carry over negativity into something that doesn't deserve it, then, you know, you got to kind of learn how to deal with it. And that took a little while. It was a bit of a challenge for me. And then I think once I started to kind of learn how to do that and really be who I am at home, separate from whom I am as a golfer, um, which I never had to do before. And this was only, you know, a few years ago, but, um, that was a big kind of turnaround for me where, you know, I could actually, you know, I, I went to bed happy at night because things are good at home where it really matters. And then golf's golf, it's a game. And, um, so I think it's it's kind of it's a perspective thing, and for me it was I don't remember exactly a time frame when it happened, but I just remember it kind of freed me up then to be able to be like, all right, I'm going to work today. I'm going to put in the work that's at work. Work's done. I don't take work with me. And um, you know, you bounce back and forth, right? Like I'm not perfect at doing that every day on both sides, but um, feel that I do a better job of it now. I think. For me, I've always been someone that's kind of been like a, a glass half full and always trying to look at the, the positives, uh, even if it was a you know tough day or, or hard day at the office. Um, we are pretty lucky that our office happens to be out on the golf course. Um, so the perspective part that, that Jordan talked about, and then I think for, for both of us, um, since both of our little ones are about 15 months now, um, you get home and you see a little man or a little girl, and yeah, golf doesn't really matter at that point. 
And it shouldn't matter for any of you out there except for Wyndham and Sam Ryder. Don't take it home. <laughs> All right, next. Yes, uh, I guess I'm no only uh, Asian and Korean here. Uh, just asking about how is I'm, our... I'm part Asian. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what do you guys, uh, to Jordan and Ricky, how you think about this, this Korean players that's coming up right now, the men's Korean PGA players? I mean, you, you saw it kind of like through the LPGA tour. I mean, it feels like over half the tour is Korean girls out there playing and dominating almost. And I feel just consistently over the last 10 to 15 years, you're starting to see more and more guys come over from Korea. Um, they're very hard workers. They're not as scared to play every week. You see it with guys like Sungjae. I mean, he's a, just a road warrior and they're damn good players. And I think a lot of it just goes to their, their work ethic and how much time that they put in. Um, yeah, it's impressive. Where would you rank Sung Jay on your favorite list of players? The top five for sure. <laughs> I would say, you know, the the Tiger influence into our generation, it was kind of a KJ Choi influence into these. You know, he took a lot of guys under his wing, and now you're seeing between Siwoo so talented. Whenever he really puts his head down and, you know, gives it a go, I mean, he could win anywhere. He won the players. It's the, arguably the hardest place to win in golf. Um it's uh, and then Sung Jay, you know, um, KH Lee. Now you have Tom Kim coming up. Uh, it seems like the future is extremely bright there in Korea, and they love they love playing too. Like I've gotten to know Tom Kim now um, pretty well over the last couple months, and it's actually kind of brought me back to when I was his age. Like he just he finds so much joy in the fact that he gets to go play professional golf there's not one complaint and like I was warned when I was his age that I would complain when I'm older and sure enough here we are and so it's kind of nice to be reminded of like the kid that learns to love the game like that and that's Tom Kim right now so um, I don't see him changing at all he's built differently and um, it's really cool to see that because and it's really cool to see their interest in the PGA Tour specifically none of them have had any interest in trying to go anywhere else and it's been um, really cool to see them want to get out and kind of break records for Korea. And I, it, it won't be long before you see a Korean major champion at all. Well, right. well yeah, I guess you have with Y.E. Yang, but another one. Hey, guys, right here. Jordan Simone, Freestone Insurance Group. Good to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Can I write that down? Let me write well that done, down. Well done. Okay, keep that in mind. I think all of us here, you know, we're all big fans of the game of golf. We all dream, you know, we work real hard. We look forward to those boys golf trips. What are each of your favorite boys golf trip? Oh. Good question. I feel like they're going to be the Good same. Question. <laughs> Good question. Good question. Boys golf trip, you ever been on one? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I think Baker's is probably as good as it got. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did well, you guys go we, there? We honestly don't get to go on a whole lot of golf trips just because that's our our job is to play and so our vacations aren't typically around golf um i think as far as guys golf trips i've done i probably count them on one hand but yeah the first trip we did to bakers when it was you know just jordan jt and smiling myself yeah we had a darn good time yeah i, I would say i approached ricky's wedding as a guy's golf trip too which i probably shouldn't have <laughs> 
Um, well, you sep you separated the the guys part and then went back to that's you know, right. wedding part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like you said, I'd say that first that first trip. But they're they're all. I mean, they're all the same. We had a good trip to Ohupi. Yeah. yeah, we went to Ohupi um, in the middle of COVID, May of COVID. It was Gary Woodland. Ricky, mm, Justin, Kiz Duff. Just, Kiz, Duff. Um, so that was a really good crew. And we were able to just kind of – it was nice because, you know, no one, no one had left the house in two months and, and go out, and that was a really fun trip. Did you think about sending Gary back home? <laughs> no, Gary Gary was, was half my ride there. So. Okay, perfect. <laughs> That's the only reason he gets invited. Yeah. yeah. Well. You bring the plane, you get to come. Good question. Hey, I'm Shelly, and I'm not from Freestone, uh, but I'm from Colorado, and uh, I just want to know, what's the most valuable thing besides golf that you're going to give to your children in life? Ooh, that's deep. That's deep, deep boys. Deep. Hmm. Colt, you first. This was quite different than the normal subpar episode. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Colorado. Well, I'm sitting up here with three fathers, so I'm going to let y'all take this one. different than the typical Please? when's the last time you pooped your pants stories we like to tell on the show. I was just about to get there at Ricky's wedding, but then I stopped. <laughs> Go ahead, Sleaze. Uh, mine's an introduction to Jordan's um, oh son, God. Sammy. I'm going to introduce, right. <laughs> I'm gonna introduce Quincy to Sammy. Mine's an introduction to Maya Fowler. Ipso facto, I'm retired. Wham, bam, thank you. Into the sunset. That's mine. I don't know what yours is. No prenup. <laughs> nope, nope. It's all about trust in this relationship, Jordan. You know what I mean? That's the old daddy's retirement plan. <laughs> See you at Baker's. We'll go to Baker's all the time, dude. It'll be the best. Look, I'll take you there whenever you want. I'm not against this plan. That's a good plan, by the way. Um, That's a good question. Let's leave it to the let's leave it to the main events here to answer that. I guess I guess um any education that they want is probably the easiest, you know, put them on a path to success. So not Texas. I didn't really go there long Oklahoma enough to determine State. if it was Place good like or Oklahoma bad. State. Well, asked, well, Wyndham went to, he, I, he, I didn't last he went well, to like, Oklahoma State for a little bit. I know. And look at him. <laughs> Can't read his shirt. <laughs> Moon is that pal. Uh, for me, outside of, you know, being able to send them to school wherever, um, just kind of family values I was brought up with and, and my wife as well. Um, put them on their path and let them let them go free. You're both going to be great parents. I feel very confident. They already that. are. Very it's, it's trial and error and learning. Who do you think go. changes the diaper faster? Right now, both your kids poop their pants. Who's coming out of there fastest? Go. I got less creases having a boy, so probably me. Oh, <laughs> valid. Less creases. <laughs> That's valid. Grow up. It's a nap. Yeah, grow, get over yourselves. It's a diaper. I don't know. I'm pretty good. I can, I can set up the slumber pod pretty quickly, too. That's uh, valuable. No, I, yeah. Yeah, I'd take valuable. Rick and just about any. Yeah. I'd take Ricky and just about anything on that. JT point. beating him in the and changing diaper. A guy no. does it all. JT? No. No. I'm just saying you beat him in the octagon. And oh, yeah. I, was gonna say, I thought you were saying JT no, was going to change jack quick. of all Anything trades. needs to be set up or packed or anything, take Rick over me. We're losing Deal. them. Deal. I like these questions. Any more? Right. What do we got? Who's got the microphone? We got a lot of golfers I'm out back. Here. Oh, he's back. I was hoping for Max home again, but he oh, still hasn't shown up. <laughs> still still sorry. So, damn it. Phone, phone a friend? I guess we'll we'll just deal with you two. No, uh, I did actually have a real question about the. She brought up your kids. Did something change your motivation for more motivation since you've 
been a parent or to, to be better at golf or just be a better parent and it doesn't matter what happens anymore in golf. And then the other question is, uh, with the boys trip, who's the better drinker and golfer, like drunk golfer? Oh, oh that's, I know the answer it's to for that. sure. Not me on the second. <laughs> it's good. a hundred percent Ricky uh, on the second part. I'm just good at Winner. finding cruising altitude and staying there. Some of the other guys try must, and go to space. Go to the, yeah. You must have read Sleaze's book. Yeah, sometimes I go fly a little too high. Yeah, <laughs> it can happen. Cruising altitude, we take it up a notch. Ricky definitely well, wins. Jordan, what, you what, get it? what altitude would you consider yourself right now? I'm stealth bomber. <laughs> Where does a stealth bomber fly at? I'm up there. Are you like? Are you to the spy balloon, or are you just? Yeah, below I'm right, the I just bomber? passed the balloon. And okay. I took care of it. Uh, You're welcome. The good news is this episode is going to be like our first one with Jordan. Yeah, good times. Yeah, good. Rick, uh, um, or the kids part. More motivation. I'd, I'd say with, I'd, the, with yeah. our, or, you know, I'd say with uh, the little one, um, the motivation stuff didn't necessarily change. It just motivated me to get the same amount of work done in a shorter period of time. Just having to be a bit more efficient, and because you want to get home and spend time with with her and the family. Um, it's a lot different than being single and just being able to go hang out the course all day. Yeah, I didn't feel that, um, to be honest, I didn't feel motivation change one way or the other. Uh, like our other question there, um, you know, separating the two, you know, I feel that when he gets up from his nap, like three, three thirty or something, you know, I'm, I want to get back and hang out with them because I left early in the day. You know what I mean? So like Ricky said, get more done. But as far as, Goals, I mean, I don't feel that they've lessened. I don't feel like perspective has changed them to go do something more like they're already as high as they can be. And I think Rick feels the same way. So it's, yeah. These, these questions have gone a lot what do you differently think, than I thought they would. What do you think Max's answer would be? Uh, actually, really <laughs> similar. I actually <laughs> think Max's would be really similar. Um, Should we get Mike to, Commodore involved back there? He's at cruising altitude. One of the also. favorites on golf subpar, Mike Commodore, is in the house. What about Neeler? I can see Neeler's teeth. No, I can see Neeler's teeth from here. <laughs> Someone peel Moro off the floor. Get him to ask something. All right, we, we got time for a couple more questions. Then we gotta let these. Guys I have a go. question, Colt. Oh, okay, Claire. Um, I want to know where you guys would all rank the 16th uh, tee shot at Scottsdale among like the most nerve wracking on tour. That's my question. Be a top couple. Um, as far as what you actually, you know, it's not as it's not ranked that high in the hardest, but as far as the most nerve wracking, you know, first first tee shot to maybe the last couple if you're in a tight match at the end of a Ryder Cup, um, you know, those are and then 16 would be behind that. You know, obviously coming down the stretch, a big tee shot in a major or something when you're towards the top. So it's it's right there. It's it's number one on the normal list. Slays? First tee ball at the Larry. <laughs> Nothing like it. <laughs> Nothing like it. There's cart girls all over the place. You know what I mean? Just all kinds of eyeballs. That'd be mine. I would say 16, definitely the first few times you play it, it's um, one of the biggest kind of adrenaline rushes and just an un, not an uncomfortable, but a, not a normal situation that you face on a golf course. For, for you guys, do you all take the adrenaline do y'all play that as a factor? Not now. Not now? You're used to it now? I play it. We're good now. I played with Harold I Varner. I had five yards. I played with Harold Varner his Sorry. first year, and he flew the back bunker. 
on 16. He had eight iron out to the back pin, and I look at his guy, and I'm like, nope. And he's like, he, he wants to hit it. And it literally one-hopped off the grandstand. So for some, I would say it definitely comes into effect. And do you cheer for that? It's like a home run, you know what I mean? Like, didn't affect me. Yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's wild, though. There's no doubt. I mean, I don't, I don't care who you are. I would imagine your heart gets racing a little more when you walk through the tunnel. Where, will you be better prepared this year for a hole-in-one than you were last year in announcing that hole-in-one? First off, that was the call of the year. I don't understand how you don't think I was prepared. Huh? Sam, what do you think? Where's Where's yeah, Sam? Sam, what do you I mean, think about my call? He's seen the video a lot. I don't know where he went. Preoccupied. He's with Moro. <laughs> All right, anybody else? We got Jordan Speed, Ricky. Here we go. One more, and then we got to go. Hey, Lawrence Jarvie, Alcohol is Anonymous, uh, counselor, if anybody needs any. Good to have you. Um, hey, boys, uh, if you can't play golf tomorrow, what do you do? Play hockey. It's way easier. Out of boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Wow. Yes. Yes. We got four hockey boys back there that yeah. might want a word Tom, with you, Jordan. Tommy didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of them can understand what you're saying, so you're, you're lucky. All right, we got Brendan Morrow, Ray Whitney, Mike Commodore, and James Neal. You got to drop the gloves with one of them. Who are you going with? <laughs> I'm not taking on Morrow. I was a big – I'm a Stars fan. I, I just – you answer the question. Anybody but Morrow. Uh, and I'm, I still, I'm still going to get the crap beat out of me, but I may not die. <laughs> I dropped Whitney. It's not that hard. <laughs> Ricky, what would you do if you weren't playing golf? Uh, I'd throw the leg back over the dirt bike and go have some fun. Oh, that sounds like about that. as dangerous as fighting one of them. Yeah. You're going right. to get hurt either way. It's true. Both got problems. Yeah. Well, guys this has been a lot of fun thank you so much for coming out to the first larry thank you ricky fowler jordan spieth y'all been amazing thank you so much all right well both guys have been on golf subpar before but this was a special one live from the larry jordan spieth ricky fowler getting ready for the wm phoenix open really cool to see their perspective on this week in general and everything else that's going on in the yeah, golf their world. first answer is 16 is damn near the exact same answer when rick strolled up you know i was like uh he copied off your homework there jordan they said the same thing but Dude, both those guys, I mean, their time obligations this week, dude, like being out there, being a part like Ricky, especially I've seen his like personally. I mean, he's like a, one of the Beatles when he's at that thing. The amount of autographs, the amount of pictures, media, Jordan's in the same category. Like, dude, so much time they have to commit to other people for them to come up here, do a little Q&A with us, have a little chat and do all that. Huge tip of the cap to those guys, man. They're um, they're a special breed because if they would have said can't make it, I'd have been like, Totally get it. Totally get it. It's very easy to say no. Got to give them huge thank you for everything they do. They're great for the game of golf, and they're awesome to golf subpar. So glad they could stop by. But good news, ladies. FanDuel is back. Oh, time to get rich again. Don't miss your chance to step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can bet the tour with a no-sweat first bet up to $3,000 back mm. in bonus bets. And as mm. always, ladies, there's tons of options to choose from. You can bet everything. We're going to pick you a favorite and a dark horse. For me, this event is very special to this guy. He's an Arizona State, what are they called? Sun Devil. Arizona State Sun Did Devil. You say Thunderbird? Thunderbird. I'm about to say Thunderbird. Call You're a Thunderbird. Yeah, that's It fine. is what it is. Uh, I think he's a very pissed off Spaniard coming after his finish out at Torrey Pines where he had a chance to win his third event in a row. He loves this golf course. He loves the home crowd. I'm going John Rahm. And they love him back. Dan really out on a limb, aren't they? I? I love that. <laughs> if it's not Rory or Rahm, but like that, 
the whole world's gonna bet Roy and Rom. That there ain't a wrong answer there. So I love the Rom pick. Damn, he came close as an am, by the way. And I think he's got his heart set on his major championships for Rom. And then this thing, I'm gonna go just a little further down because I think Roy and Rom are they're the ones, right? Give me Xander Shoffley, 14 to one, dude. I feel like I pick him all the time. He's been close at this thing before, but just I mean, it's gonna click eventually, and he's gonna clip off, you know, one of these big ones like this. Elevated event, all the motivation in the world. I, I'm just going to roll with Xander, you know? There's like no bad it. options up here at the top, by the way. No, and uh, for my dark horse, I'm going to go with a guy who was heartbroken here last year. Was a sponsor exemption, had a got a horrendous bounce on 17, oh. or he could have been in that playoff with Patrick Cantlay and Scotty Scheffler. He's going to win at some point. You can find him anywhere from 42 to 45 to 1, depending on where you get it. Sahit Tagala. Love him. Love, we got to get him on this show soon, by the way. He was a great sponsor's invite. I'm sending it down to a current sponsor's invite. Huge disappointment for him. Great getting in the tournament. Had to miss the Larry today. Oh. And I, I know that guts him. Taylor Montgomery, 60 to 1. I don't have to talk about his recent track record. It's been about as good as anyone. Finally took a week off, which cost him a little bit of money. You think but, he lost it? Um, we'll see. We'll see. The way he rolls it and the way he's hitting it right now, it's 60 to 1. I'll take a TM. And I know he's thrilled to be here. He's down there right now doing all that, kissing all the babies and doing the stuff. But give me, give me Taylor. You know what they say. If you don't use it, you lose it. I've heard that. All right. I think it's true. All right, well, those are our picks for this week. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code SUBPAR to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $3,000. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour, must be 21 years and older in select states. You know the drill. All right, it's time. The WM Phoenix Open is upon us. It's time to hydrate and get ready to roll, my man. Uh, it's here. It is live. Today was live. Last thing from me, huge shout out to everybody from the Larry. Getting a lot of messages. I know there's some people that wanted to play it. We're unable to play it. Hopefully we'll run this back again. But a big thank you to not only all the pros, all the celebrities that showed up, all the people that signed up for this. I think we had a great time. It couldn't have gone any better. But huge thank you to everyone that supported it and all the listeners. We love you guys. It's weird how they announced last call and there's a line of 47 people over at the call. bar right now. <laughs> Second to last call <laughs> right now. I love it. Seriously, everyone, it was awesome. Couldn't do it without you. And also, don't forget. To go to the golf.com pro shop, pick you up some Phoenix Open, WM Phoenix Open merch. Right here. We got hoodies, T-shirts, green birdie juice hats, all for the special occasion. Saturday's green out day. Expect to see a lot of y'all out there wearing it. And I'm also going to be throwing a lot into the crowd on 16 on Saturday. Yeah, dangle over the railings on 16. BG's firing them up there. It is going to be a time. Everyone have a great time. We'll talk to you on next week's Golf Subpar. <laughs>